honey. It's nice to see you. Welcome home. So Thank I'm you. Martin. Oh, yes, I'm Kaylee. And uh, we live here in Ottawa. Yeah. We're well, married with four kids. Four boys. Four boys. People seem to react with a lot more, whoa, when you specify that they're all boys, that there's no... It's true. There's no lovely little girls to break up the... No, boys are awesome. I love it. And uh, we have two businesses. Kaylee just got home literally an hour ago from Toronto since Thursday, learning all about her business or moving forward. Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, I'm a 12, 13-year veteran of a business in the buyer market. Yeah. So welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um, we normally film a Facebook Live while we also fill, uh, do the audio for the podcast. But we tried to go live when I was in Toronto on Friday and didn't really work very well. Um, so and we the didn't data want to did not compute. No, no. So and we decided that we would record the podcast today when we got home. So when I got home, so um, here we are. Although it's a little bit funny. Uh, just doing the audio without doing a video. We've it's awesome doing the audio because there's incredibly high quality control. We can, uh, we're, we're not in front of a camera. No, I'm not so just saying. So we can focus on the quality of the audio, which is great. So for those of you who can't be there Friday morning at 10 a.m. Or I know there's lots of people who have said, hey, I'm not on Facebook. Um, how do you get our content? Yeah, this is awesome. This is perfect. It's just, so, no, I was just saying more that. I'm just used to seeing myself as I talk. Maybe it's maybe I need a mirror. <laughs> so every Monday, our podcast goes live. live yeah, on, so uh, we're on Anchor. Uh, we're waiting for Apple's blessing, and but a big one. We're on uh, Spotify, which is awesome. So just subscribe. Yeah, it'll be great. And join us on our journey. It's called Keep On Growing. You can search that. You can search Kaylee. Um, McLaughlin, you can search me, will pop up. So Kaylee and Martin, yeah. all those good things. Um, yeah, and so it's Sunday um, afternoon, and um, we are getting ready for another week. Awesome, but I'm excited for this week, you. Oh yeah, I think it's awesome. Um, no, I'm, I'm so. I mean, one, I'm, I mean, for anyone that's gone away to any type of conference, and you're the same way. Whenever you come back from a, a chiropractic conference or any type of coaching conference, you know, you come back and you're on fire. Yeah. Like you just, and that's what I'm like right now. Like I just, I mean, poor Martin, Martin's mom was here too. And I walked in the door and basically just like talked at them for an hour. Cause I was so excited with just so many ideas. And, um, so I'm even extra excited for tomorrow because I just can't wait to start to kind of hit the ground running with everything I've learned. Well, that's what we talk about a lot because my job is very public front facing. And uh, I love interacting with my people at the clinic. And as much as I love my weekends, I am pumped to go in on Monday and see people. Like, I, I, I'm a big advocate for the work week. Well, and you have the best patients. I mean, I love, I know I get in trouble because I slow the line down a little bit. I, I mess up the flow. But I love when I get to be at the office and I get to see so many patients um, that you get to see all the time. So maybe yeah. you take it for granted. But I just, like... It's like seeing old friends, and so I always stand and chat too long, and I don't get any work done, and then I get slightly exasperated looks from Martin and Christina because no one's going to the adjustment rooms. But um, yeah. but that kind of brought up our topic today because it's interesting. I've been doing this for over a decade now, and 
I just assumed everyone loved going to work, but that's not the story. No, you met me and realized that some people... That's your story. Yeah, tell us a little well, bit about when we met. I think you were... Um, when we met, I was um, working in the government, and um, but I was never permanent. I never had a permanent job, and I was also trying to get a permanent job right at the time um, when um, Stephen Harper was doing the massive cuts to government, uh, which was called... We call well, it was we it was called DRAP, which was just such a unhappy sounding word, which was so perfect. But the debt reduction action plan. So it was very very stressful because every time I'd start a new six month or eight month term, I'd almost have to be looking for the next one and um, and knowing that everyone was losing their jobs. So and I didn't love what I was doing. Nothing in that job um, and those jobs lit my heart on fire. I worked with really great people, which made it that was really wonderful. But I just I just sat there every day and I'm like, I know that there's something way, way, way more for me out there and I know I can be contributing in a, in a huge different way. Um, so I did, I li- and I think, I mean, I don't want to make generalizations, um, but you know, there's, there's giant slogans, you know, TGIF is everywhere. There's, hump you know, Wednesdays. hump day, there is, you know, the song, um, you know, everyone's working for the weekend. Um, there's a giant culture around, you know, you survive the week and enjoy your weekend. And I was definitely part of that crowd. Um, and, um, but you had strategies to, well, I was lucky. I mean, I was really lucky and I think it's very, it's very different. It would be very different if I was in that position now. I mean, I was single for the most part, um, or I wasn't married. I was, you know, either single or dating, I guess I was living on my own. Um, I had a great network of friends. And so when I wasn't at work, I had the luxury of being completely selfish and doing everything I wanted. So work was kind of the thing I had to do. And then the rest of the time I did things that made me happy. Um, when you have a That's family. That's a really interesting way to look at that, that, that work week. Yeah. yeah. It, it, <sighs> but so you were never in a position where you just were like happy every day. Not all day. No. Um, and I think... I mean, at the time I was lucky because, um, I always had things to look forward to, right? I would look forward to, um, well, I guess two things. So one, then when I really did have a lot of time, um, my workday was fine, but then I would look forward to the before and the after and all of the fun stuff I got to do. Um, if it was my life now or before and after my workday was then the other full-time job, which is being a mom, um, there would not be the two-hour spin class after work and then going out for dinner with my friends and then coming home and reading a book. Um, but I would use the exact same strategy. Um, and that's, um, and even now I do that sometimes, you know, like there are lots of days when, you know, I'm not in a cubicle anymore, but it's still pretty, there's some days where it's a little bit mundane and a little bit overwhelming. Um, and stressful, but I find little things to look for. I kind of create little things in my day to look forward to. So people may not understand your time. So you're not, you're no longer in the government. No. So no. So I, so, um, hold on. so I guess the, the, just the, the continuity of it was that we, we met, you were unhappy in six years of a career choice that did not, was not your passion. No. Um, did not bring you joy every day. No. And you had structured a life that allowed you to live for evenings and weekends and just do your job, yeah. whatever that was. Um, 
And we made the decision to have you walk away from that. And there's challenges and sacrifices with that, but to follow your own path, which is kind of how we started this, which is you yes. being on conference all weekend. Yes. Right? Um, I did go off tangent on there, uh, there a little bit. Um, yeah, no, you're, you're totally right. So this, the idea for this podcast uh, today or the live, the, the failing live stream for those people mm-hmm. who saw it on Friday was, well, okay, so, you know, every day is a blessing. You may not have tomorrow. So how can you head into each day with you know, the, the chance of opportunity, adventure, the joy ahead of you. That's a similar level of joy to that Saturday morning when you wake up and you go, it's Saturday. Um, uh, so, you know, I guess the whole idea of why, why do we say TGIF, but not TGI, you know, why not? Thank goodness it's Monday. And, um, I think it's interesting, like Sunday night is, you know, how many, I wonder how many people, you know, right now it's, Sunday afternoon, um, are starting to think about tomorrow morning, yeah. getting ready for the week. What's going on at the office? Um, how many people are perhaps um, feeling an increased level of stress, yeah. tension, a headache, are getting a little bit more irritable? Um, Checking those work emails so they understand yeah. what's going on when they walk in tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, and it, it is, especially if you have a family, it's busy getting everybody ready. Um, and there's a difference, I guess, between just being busy, but, or feeling that dread. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know what, I remember, um, like I have talked to a lot of people, they say, you know, I start to feel sick to my stomach on Sunday afternoon. I actually start to feel sick because I am that, I'm dreading Monday that much. And, um, and I just think like, if you do the math and I, I did not do it, um, super accurately, but if you have, you know, if you are, if you are loving two out of seven days of your week, and you are surviving on some level the other five, and then you multiply that to do math for a year, it's 100-ish days is your weekend days, and 265-ish days. Um, Let's see if there's 52 weeks in a year, and there's a Saturday and Sunday, so 52 times two is, give or take the leap year. It's about 100. Let's say it's 104. Or, Unless okay. it's a leap year. So this is why I said so, 100 ish. This is the issue. So ish moving on, so it's a bunch. Point being, um, do we really want to be surviving 265 out of 365? So what do we do? Ish days. Well, no. I mean, that's. I mean, that's, but I mean. Okay, so what do we do? But I guess when you put the numbers down, all of a sudden you go, you think kind of. Wow, or if we put that on a pie chart, you know, what would that look like? Like if you made a nice circle and you had the, you know, the. Nice bright pink for happy section of the pie. You can't see my hands right now, but they're doing great illustrations. Um, You know, you'd have this tiny little piece that would be your happy piece, and then this big black section for the rest of that. That would not look like a very happy year that I would want to live. Short of doing what you did. So you basically, no, we said, hey, walk away from that job career that's bringing you that and follow your heart. And I think this is a huge thing because... Can how easy it is to completely follow your heart and your dreams and carve out the life that you want, which is, I mean, what you're doing right now. Um, but I do find after being in clinical practice for 12 years that seeing a lot of people that that work stress affects their health, oh, huge. their mental health, their mobility, like 
kind of across the board health as the decades go on. So, you know, we, we brainstormed a little about your strategy, or we spoke a little bit about your strategies to, you know, go to the gym, go out with friends, plan your weekends. So, um, but now it's a different story. You walked away from that and it's, a, it's another path. It's not any easier, but it's another path. So what would you say to your best friend who is in a position? Well, I guess I would say if I, for my best friend, if she said, you know what, I, I literally start to feel nauseous on Sunday afternoon, dreading the next five days. Um, I would say um, two things, I guess one, in the short, you know, there's in the short term, you know, tomorrow morning, um, if you go to work, there's, you know, you may not be able to control a lot. You may not be able to control um, your work environment. You may not be able to control the people you're working with um, or what you're exposed to. But um, you can control your mindset and you can control, um, um, you can control, um, sorry, a little technical ding here. Um, you can control your mindset and you can control what you choose to look for in your day and where you choose to find joy. And you know what, for me, even, I, I guess even now I have little, I have little treat things that make me happy that are so insignificant. I have like a little peppermint essential oil roller that I roll on the back of my neck from, sometimes. It's from Sage, the peppermint halo, if anybody knows what that means. I love it. Um, it's just, it smells good. It makes my neck feel all warm and lovely. Um, but I made a mistake once of touching it and rubbing my eye and I honestly almost went blind. Um, so you cannot have it, I cannot use it around the kids, right? Because they're always all over me, they're always rubbing their faces. And so it's my little treat, like if I'm gonna go out and run errands, if I'm gonna go and work for a few hours, if I'm gonna go do something, and it's like this lovely little treat that I get to put on and it makes me happy. And it's just a silly thing. So you know, that's something that I would say to her. I would say, you know what, like have a beautiful hand lotion that you love and put it on and take a minute and smell it and just, enjoy that or go outside and you know spend five minutes in the sunshine and just think about things that you are grateful for or I guess it's just finding ways to find joy in a day even if it's not a very joyful day because you can I think having gratitude is huge in coming out of our five to thrive being I mean being gracious for that job I mean grateful grateful sorry to start right there right yes um but finding those those minutes through the day, um, and I think from our five to thrive, this really spoke to a ton of people through our feedback that having a gratitude journal and uh, planting those seeds of positivity is is huge, right? And how that can snowball on days, weeks, months, and basically have a shift in your outlook. Yes, and so a, a daily gratitude practice is so smart, especially if you do it um, in the morning. And again, if anyone has been following us when we went through the 5 to Thrive in August and talked about getting up an hour earlier in the morning and carving out, starting your day with some you time, um, that, um, you know, that's kind of the time that I take and that you take to set our intentions for the day. So my, I spend five minutes doing um, a gratitude practice, but then I spend a lot of the rest of the time kind of thinking about my day, planning out my day. Um, mm. And that's kind of the time when you can also strategically be like, okay, how am I going to make this day happy? How am I going to stay in this place of joy and gratitude throughout my day, even if there are going to be triggers? Um, a big one is exercise, moving your body 
is the most effective way to change your mood. I mean, if you're stuck in a funk, if you are stuck if in anything, moving your body, even if it's doing 10 jumping jacks, even if it's having a mini dance party for two minutes, or if it's, you know, you have, or if you get to go to the gym or go for a run, I mean, there's so many different ways you can move your body, but it's such a powerful yeah. tool. And you know that, I mean, we have, well, I mean, I don't know if it's really haha funny jokes because you're the one that has to suffer um, through when I don't get out for exercise or I'm not moving my body for a few days and I get really grumpy and I get really like, I, you know, I get really down and I have a harder time shifting my mood and I have a really hard time, um, staying positive and finding joy. I really need to, um, regularly move my body to stay in a positive, happy state. That's something that's important for me. And you know that. And so you will quite literally kick me at the door for a run sometimes, even if I'm too grumpy to see that I should do it. Yeah. Um, and then, so I think, so those are, I mean, great strategies. So that would be my short term advice to her is, you know what, you can, you can't choose everything, but you can choose how you approach this day and you can choose your outlook and your attitude. Um, and then the big piece is, you know, is to dream big and to kind of, uh, I mean, one, I guess do an, I wrote, I, I, I took some notes. You can't again, you can't see me looking at my notes. Um, I said, do an audit, like really think about the things in your day that do bring you joy and the things in the day that do lift you up. Um, whether it's time, whether it's, you know, having time for a workout or morning time or, or a bubble bath, whatever it is, and then protect them as much as you can. And anytime something creeps in, that's not aligned with either what you really have to do or what really makes you happy decide, um, like protect that time and say no. And, um, and you know, I, I heard a great thing about, cause I think right now everyone's so busy, right? Like people just almost seem more busy. What do you think? Like with families and kids and activities and that's probably a stage of life. My retired people are good. Yes. Okay. Nate's good. It's true. Okay. A lot of people seem to be a lot busier than they we were. We have four kids and two businesses. Ago. Oh, yeah. 20 years ago. Well, just this, like, different. this culture, I guess people, I don't know, I guess I just hear more and more people saying, I'm so busy all the time. There's so many things and obligations and... Yeah, I, I, I always question that as a statement because there's also a, a question of priorities. So that's a totally different podcast. No, but, but you know what? This is interesting. I'm too busy to exercise. I'm too busy to go for coffee. You know why you're not getting what I'm trying to say is because you are so good at this naturally. And I think what I'm, if you follow me for a second, um, I heard a great piece of advice for that. And they said, you know what? Anytime something comes into your court with a, you know, can you, should you, will you, do you want to, if it's not a jumping off the ground, like heck yes, then it really should be heck no. Mm-hmm. And that really resonated with me because I get much more sucked into, oh, I guess I should do this or I should do that or I should join this board or this volunteer thing, but I don't really want to. Where you are much better, I think, naturally at the heck yes, heck no thing. So maybe that's yeah, well, it's basically a yes amazing. is a yes and a no is a no. Um, and anything between those two things causes a lot of stress. And anxiety to people around you. Oh, no, but, a, but even if somebody says yes, don't say yes unless you feel 100%. a giant yes in your heart. Yeah, not a, yeah maybe. Or yeah. I should. Yes, I will, but I don't want to. Um, and then I guess, um, you know, the long-term piece would be the, like to dream big and to really think about what... 
Well, I think, I think that that's huge, the dream big. And uh, that's what I wanted to kind of just delve into because this is what you're doing. Um, I had the ability to do this, but they're different stories because how did dream big keep vision? Because without vision, people perish. Have you ever heard that? It's great. So to keep the vision high, but then to carve out the life you want. And I mean, depending on age and resources. I mean, my carving my life was like eight years in three provinces of school. So not everyone can do that. But, you know, a good, a good friend and colleague, Sarah, was saying that, you know what, she has a, a really good job. But on the side, she picked up this amazing gig with the ability to make money and network and be social on the side. Um, so how to keep that vision high with what you're looking for and follow the path to your awesome self. Yeah, and that takes but I mean that takes a lot of work and it takes introspection and and um, stepping into fear we talked a little bit about on Friday because And it can be terrifying. Yeah. To ch- I mean I think it's easy, it's safer and way less scary to stay in the even if you don't really like the state you're in or if you don't like how you feel, um, at least you know it. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I am terrified trying to um, dive in and pursue my dreams and build this life that I dream of. Um, mm. I am so scared it's insane, but it's not, it's not going to happen awesome. unless I work through that fear. Right? It's, it's, you know why it's terrifying? Because I don't know what it's going to be like. And I don't know how really, I know how to get there, but I don't know. You know, I just, I don't know. It's all unknown. I don't well, know. The, I know this life. The really philosoph- the really cool step of it, that is, of course, you don't know your next step. All you know is the here and now. Yeah. And it's not a present time consciousness thing because the whole goal is to be here now because it's all about this minute. But I love what you said because it's not just about trying to get everything, all your ducks and everything calm and controlled because then you stop growing you don't need to have vision like it's the opposite thing yeah the big one is to and this is the hence the name of our podcast keep on growing the whole thing about it is to always take that next step and we even touched this on our five to thrive the things that are holding you back are probably the things that are you're most fearful about yeah so as you step into those things you're terrified on that's how you're gonna grow Yes. Yeah, yeah. And you're so, doing it. So how does that feel? Um, scary, but really exciting. And you know what? And I haven't been filled with like this much energy um, in a long time. You know, talk about being excited to get up and Go to work and work. And you know what's funny? So um, can I talk about what I'm what I'm doing? Go on, talk about um, it's your show. <laughs> <laughs> Our show. People couldn't play stop if they're annoyed by your talking. <laughs> Right. Um, uh, um, so I am, I'm building a network marketing business with Arbonne, which is really, really exciting because I love the product so much. I love the company so much. And after just not only listening to the CEO of Arbonne, but the CEO of Group Rocher, who owns Arbonne this weekend now and, and learning more about the business, like, wow. Um, so I'm really excited because I love the products, but also because of the opportunity there. And, um, and the fact that the big piece for us was that 
we wanted one of us to be able to have a flexible job, a job where we had flexibility in our hours, when we worked and how we worked. Um, so we could spend as much time as we could with the kids and with a family of four, having some flexibility and having someone in and out of the house more than not is pretty necessary to have the kind of life that we want and the kind of work-life balance we want and the kind of environment for the kids that I, I dreamed of. You know, my mom was home until I was 10 and um, I've always wanted to be there with my kids. But having four kids is also um, really expensive. <laughs> so trying to figure out how to build um, a significant income to give our kids and our family this incredible life while also being here with them is a pretty daunting um, endeavor. And, um, and this will let me do that. So, I mean, it's, it's all the pieces. It's amazing. Um, and the other piece that I really, like, I've always, you know, God, I almost went to teacher's college. I've always wanted to teach. I've always wanted to be around people. I've always wanted to motivate and coach and inspire. And, um, and so then finding a business where they, that's basically my job is to help other people do this and to coach and motivate and inspire and to lead. All the pieces are there, um, but it's terrifying. Um, mm. it's, it's not like going to... Um, you know, a job where someone says, do this work today and then leave and I'll pay you. You know, there is no security that way. I have to, you know, the only way I'm going to succeed is if I blood, sweat and tears in my work, nobody else. Um, you know, a big one is being afraid of being judged by other people by not taking a traditional path. Um, failing, having people say no to me, um, having people think I'm crazy. Um, you know, there's so many things that are terrifying, but the end, like the picture at the end on the other side of, you know, that mountain is this amazing, amazing opportunity. It's amazing life for us. And so it's worth, I think it's worth it. Um, but it's scary. Mm. Um, well, we'll just, we'll just finish up a few huge highlights just before we got in there. It was like, there's always more. And as long as you keep that in mind, it's easy to spark off vision like there's always more right and I think the second thing we talked about a little bit was that you know as you're patterning and modeling for your kids what kind of what kind of legacy do you want to leave well either yourself when you're looking back on your life and you talk about the 104 days of weekends versus the bulk of just work days that you're not thrilled about or Again, you know, for the kids, like what kind of patterning you want to leave for your kids to see as well, right? Like yeah, what kind I of stepped out of my government job because I was dying on the inside every day and I'm launching this awesome business where I get to literally help people buy the best healthy products and get the best skin. Like it's such a cool way for our kids to go, wow, that's cool. Good job mom yeah and i get to look at you and say like wow dad like you you are literally saving lives every single day people come to you um because they're they're suffering and you make them better and they love you and they're amazing and every day you go to work energized and mm. and you and i mean you know what's interesting is i think that was what really got me is when i met you just I was so jealous. 
so jealous that you, I mean, you work really hard and there's days you have good days and bad days and there's hard days and it's hard having your own business, especially a bricks and mortar business, but you loved it. Yeah. And I was like, I would give anything That's to find something. That's lots of prior planning. Like that was the years before a chiropractic school, going to a chiropractic and going, wow, this is pretty cool. On his feet, smart, adjusting people, helping people feel well. Like this is going back to when I was like 16. Um, and it took, you know, till I was 26 to get into chiropractic school or whatever it was. But you talk about even just kind of stepping into the plan that's before you. Like you don't even know how awesome your plan is um, as long as you take that next step. Yeah. And I guess being, you know, I'm being open being open to the fact that there is this, that every single person has this great plan ahead of them or waiting for them. They just have to look for it and, take and, the next step. and take the next step. And I and guess be brave, keep on growing, be brave. And until you are brave, I guess, well, as you are getting brave and as you are following mm -hmm. those big dreams, just Wake up tomorrow morning. Well, I guess this is going to go live on Monday. So wake up every single morning and, um, and just say thank goodness for today. And we want to hear from you guys. Yeah, please. Shoot us a message. Uh, we're on, it'll be up on um, Anchor, Spotify, and Clinic and Personal Facebooks. But you know what? Last time we got a bunch of people sending us topics for future episodes. So I thought that was great. Thank you guys very much. Um, hit share like this is great we're getting a lot of followers yeah and um, and so. definitely um, tell us what you want to hear because Absolutely. as you know it seems like we just will talk about everything and anything and we love it so have an amazing week and um, and an awesome day tomorrow yeah okay bye guys bye